celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. We're just the glue. That's all we are. The real talent, Vlade the World, famous Russian dog wizard, Dr. Debbie, animal communicator, Joy Turner, Joey Volani, our dog father, and Ernie Rodina. This is your first week. Welcome. This is Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. And we encourage you to go grab your pets. Bring them around the radio. They like the show, too. Ladybug, the studio dog, this is where she gets most of her sleep. <laughs> right about now. And Stacy Cohen working hard in the newsroom. What are you working on? You know, when you get a roommate, you never know what you're really getting until you live with the person. Right? I had a roommate once. It was a guy, and it wasn't anybody that I was romantically involved with. We were just roommates. But we uh, we used to go out drinking, or sometimes he'd go out by himself. You know, we were in our 20s. And he'd come home, and he'd fall asleep <laughs> on the couch. And you know what? The guy would relieve himself on the couch. Oh, my God. Every night. Every night when he drank, he could not hold his bladder. And um, obviously, I got rid of the roommate. <laughs> it, was a, it was a tough situation. But anyway, um, there's a Minnesota man who has a problem with his roommates. He's got hundreds of reptilian roommates, about 360. 60 snakes, 60 lizards, and so uh, he's got a great story. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Wow. That's uh, a little too much information there, Stacey. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you got rid of the couch with the roommate. Hey, listen, the season of stars, if you're still with us, the season of stars continues today with Doug Gray of the Marshall Tucker Band. And, of course, he is a big cat lover. He has a couple of cats, and I believe they might have been muses for some of his music. And he has a brand new album out. And when I say album, I mean vinyl, yeah. a vinyl record. His brand new greatest hits CD is on vinyl. And we'll have giveaways today of that coming up. We, In fact, we have an amazing amount of giveaways today from Veterison to World's Best Cat Litter, uh, Wall Products, uh, all kinds of good stuff. So get ready to put your fat little fingers on the phone and dial one 405 8405 Also on the way, are you one of those overprotective parents? You don't want your dog to leave the yard because, well, you're afraid they might get sick or parva? I, I'm sorry. I know that you're an overprotective. Judy, Judy, you're the, you're a culprit there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dr. Debbie's going to tell us that we shouldn't be overprotective today. Also, we get a lot of calls during the week. Should I go to the vet? Shouldn't I go to the vet? Because vets sometimes can be expensive. You have a, a complete kind of graph and a list, and it's all, it's all very... I bet you were one of those gals in high school that... <laughs> I was very detail-oriented. I did all my notes in different colored highlighters. Um, so, yeah, I, I did. But, yeah, this is a great way that pet owners can figure out, do you need to spend that money to go to that veterinary visit or not? Very good. That's all in the way right here on Animal Radio. Also, Vlade is back from his vacation. and um, Workcation, I should say. Workcation. Workcation. You were actually working. And I understand that you got in trouble on the airline, or what's the deal? It is. You know, I didn't, I didn't even touch anyone. I didn't do anything. Think I just was asking the wrong questions, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about that very soon. You didn't get arrested or anything, did you? No, I didn't. You know, I didn't. Uh, you know, you just. Uh, but they, they uh, I told them I'm world famous person, and oh. eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't haul you off in handcuffs. <laughs> no, it would be ultimate insult. They didn't want to have any uh, international accident. You know, Vladimir Putin back in power, so no one wants to mess with Russians anymore. So they left me alone. You know, I had what I had one of those stewardess call me a liar one time. Really? I was on a plane, and you know the little samples that they have with the little mask to show. 
show you how to do the oxygen mask? Yes. She had it, and she said it was in the chair, my seat, when I sat down. And she says, I need it to give my demonstration. I said, well, there was nothing there. She goes, you took it. I said, well, she blamed you I said, taking why, an oxygen why would, mask? Yeah, those, I, I said, why would I take it? She goes, it was in that seat. What did you do with it? Oh, my gosh. And I said, I didn't. It was not there. So she was calling me a liar. We was almost was got this into on JetBlue? No, but we almost <laughs> got into it. You gotta watch out these days. I mean, even, even the stewardesses and the pilots can be crackpots these no days. No kidding. It's unbelievable. Anyway, the story with Vlade coming up. I'm going to stick around just to hear about this story. <laughs> if you're in the service industry and Vlade ever comes into your restaurant or hotel or airline or whatever, you better serve this guy because you don't know who he thinks he is. Yes. And my strive for my strive for excellence is beyond belief. I am the worst, worst client in the world. However, if you can satisfy me... You can satisfy the entire world. That is why. Everybody <laughs> talks, everyone is listening. Hi, this is Carrie Annie Nava from Dance with the Stars. Don't forget to stay new to your animals, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team of experts. Let us not forget to Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. The dog father, Joey Volani. Animal communicator, Joey Turner. And horse expert, Ernie Rodino, all here today to answer your questions toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. Stacey Cohn working hard in the newsroom. What's in your world? What happened to the days when people would train their parrots to say, Polly want a cracker, bop? Well, one guy trained his parrot to sing a queen song, and he's hoping that it actually pays off. I'll tell you why. Coming up on Animal Radio News. Coming up in just a few minutes, we're also going to talk to Doug Gray from the Marshall Tucker Band. Well, what's the deal with him? Is he an animal lover? Why is he coming on the show? He's an animal lover. He's got some cats. Cats. He's a, big, he's a Persian cat guy. Persian. I just don't picture him as a Persian I cat I know, guy. huh? I can't wait to talk to him. But uh, that'll be a flashback to the 70s for me, at least. I remember the song, Can't You See? Remember that? Sure. Oh, right. see, I heard it in a love song is mine. Everybody has their favorite Marshall Tucker Band song. He'll be joining us in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. And Joey Volani, what will you be talking about? Smelly face dogs, you know, really stinky faces and how to deal with it quick and easy and get rid of the staining. And we move on from there. If you have a smelly face dog, and this will work on your husband, too. If he's a smelly faced husband, this tip, I believe, is kind of universal. You can use it all. Or smelly cat. Smelly cat. That's all on the way here. If you want to get in touch with any one of the Dream Team, 1-866-405-8405 to connect right now. Let's go to Ron. Hey, Ron, how are you doing? Okay, how are you? Good. Vlad is right here. What's up with your dog? Oh, I have a German <laughs> Shepherd that I got directly from the breeder as a puppy. Run, 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 stop, stop, please. If you were the woman, I would kiss you right now. No, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's a German Shepherd. You cannot find a better person in the world to talk about this. So go ahead, Ron. Oh. I love you already. Oh, so I love my German Shepherd. Uh, she's adorable. She's about two years old. Ordinarily, all the animals in the house bond with my wife. All the previous dogs we've had. And German Shepherd is a whole new breed for me and our family. And the German Shepherd has bonded to me. I, I guess I'm presumably the alpha. German Shepherd is a one-man dog normally. We've had some aggression issues. We, she did have some early training with, uh, you know, some specialized training where people, they train SWAT dogs and all that kind of stuff. So she oh, had that, a that doesn't bit. sound good. Yeah. So she had like two, you know, days of, uh, of bite training. But 
Then my wife says, no, that's not good. You know, so we she's right. That. Woman is always so wiser than men. Go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, but you know, we, uh, so, but the dog is just completely adorable level. But, but the first time something happened is when I went away for a weekend and she was so excited to see me. She just, uh, you know, like lovably, you know, uh, just jumped at me with her mouth open and just, you know, put a little, you know, Poking me, not no big deal. I was like, oh, <laughs> no big deal. Put a little poke to me. If my Mika would do it to me, she would be, I don't know, she would be kicked out of the house the next day. Come on. Oh my well, gosh. I, 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 I know, but, but, the, the, and then, uh, but what happens more so than that, she spooks or freaks out easily. You know, if everything's quiet and all of a sudden, uh, somebody comes into the home, yeah, you know, surprises anybody, or my wife goes from the bathroom to another room and makes a noise when she, the dog's asleep, and all of a sudden, uh, Andy, Andy, I'm her name, she goes, you know. Yeah, goes, I mean, I mean, like, because you condition your dog to be a KGB in your household, you know? Like yeah, a, like, we don't want it to be that way, but. But they have a natural instinct to be that way. I'm pretty sure in the very beginning, when he just was barking a little bit, because you already told me that you had no experience to deal with um, German shoppers before. And German shoppers are very special dogs. It's like almost like a humans. Uh, there is a second and a smarter level after poodles, uh, which is poodles considering to be the most smarter. I'm not sure why, because their head and brain are a little bit smaller than shoppers, so I guess something... <laughs> well, that's well, that's you don't have a poodle. That's our other dog. Our other dog is a spoo. <laughs> okay. A uh, spoo? That's, that's a what a spoo poodle. is about now. Okay, let, let me let me stick to the to the to the point. Uh yeah. because I always get in trouble with producer when I just uh, talk too much. <laughs> Here is what it is, my friend. Uh, regarding the second part, it is uh, a logical continuation of the first one. You have a German shopper in your household who you allow in the beginning to be very excited. She starts to bark when somebody knocks on your door. Uh, she starts to bark when uh, she's, uh, she heard something noises. And you, as the millions of people who are listening right now, were thinking, well, that's okay. That's what, that's what the dogs do. That's feel me better, secure. What they, those people for, forgot to understand, this is not the Russia. In the Russia, if you dog bite someone or scare someone, neighbors, whatever, you can give a couple of bottles of vodka and dealt with that. In America, especially in California, we have more lawyers than dogs. As the pet expert, I participate in the court hearing as the expert witness a lot. And uh, uh, attorneys like the way how I put the things, no signs, just, you know, plain, and the jury loves it. So the thing is, you don't want to be even close to what I see the people get in trouble. In this country, which is so happy society, you can you as a pet owner can get in trouble even somebody get in your house and try to rob you and after that you dog will bite you're still gonna get sued because I had those cases and the people said well, we just we were drunk we just we just uh, you know uh, it was a different house we thought it's uh, our house or my friend house whatever listen my best advice for you if you have a German shopper you have to do beyond and above that German shopper would have like a stupid lab attitude loves everyone thinks everyone is a good guy and wants to have a peace with everyone that that's it. How would you do that? Number one, I would do no barking policies whatsoever. 
ever. No barking policies. It can be enforced through different ways. You can stop the dog from barking from the objects flying through the air. Not chairs, not tables, not something really heavy. Let's say penny cans, uh, Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola with the five, six pennies inside. And they're going to cause a sharp... Color. Okay. Uh, the bark color, the thing is, it's like, uh, can be bad, can be good. Uh, the dog needs to know you're the one who doesn't want to bark. Listen, it will take me a lot of time to explain you, but everything what I say yes. comes from the pack. In the pack mentality, is the same. If two dogs behind the fence, intruder coming, one dog goes after another dog. That's the dog telling another dog, stay away. It's not your business. You have to tell your dog it's not your business to be police officer. That is why you need to be the one who insert those corrections. If you want to do, as far as electronic colors, you get a bit electronic colors, which you got to push the button and not the allow itself to bark. Okay? That one is not going to work for you. You should okay. scream. Ah! And after push the button. And, uh, you need to do it with the high power in the beginning and after go down. And never, never, uh, do it in the little increments up. Otherwise, you're gonna, you know, you will desensitize the dog. This is the un okay. unlike anything on other things. I feel a little uncomfortable to talk because it's required professionals who would be next to you and show you how to do this. But my general guideline, this would be, you gotta, it's called contra conditioning. Make your dog like what the dog hates. It means, Whatever people comes to you, put your dog in the crate first before opening the door. Make sure your dog is quiet. Allow the people come in and feed your dog through the crate with the hot dogs, a sausage, a Polish kalbasa, whatever you can get. They are good cops. You are the bad cop. Invite every your relative, every your friend. Organize pizza party. 10, 20 people uh, per Saturday Sunday coming in. Your dog barks. You, you stop it. You put her in the crate. She barked in the crate. You snap the crate. You stop it. You are bad cop. The people are good cops. That's where you will contra-condition her like a doorbell to the, you know, they will look at the people as the positive. And uh, strict obedience is very important. Your dog must know reinforced obedience to do anything in the time when she would rather not. Remember, dogs listen us when nothing better to do. Vetricin, a one-step wound and infection spray that works naturally with your animal's immune system to aid in the healing process. Vetricin reduces recovery time by up to 60% on hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. Vetricin is non-toxic and will not sting and is safe for puppies and kittens. This safe, easy-to-apply product makes caring for your pet's wounds or infections easy. For more information, go to Vetricin.com. That's V-E-T. E-R-I-C-Y-N dot com. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaandChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Do you love cleaning the litter box? <laughs> 
I didn't think so. Fortunately, you can solve your litter box problems with a free bag of world's best cat litter. It's the only litter that uses whole curl corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. For a limited time, you can go hassle-free for free with a mail-in rebate. To get your free bag, visit www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Hi, this is Elaine Boozer on Animal Radio. Stay new to your pets and some of your exes. <laughs> <laughs> Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Bring your pets around the radio. We actually have a, another show going on. It's, it's a real high-frequency show that only your pets can hear <laughs> as we do our show. So they're, they're, they'll enjoy it, too. Bring them around the radio, if you will. one 405 8405 We have another call. For, this is for Dr. Debbie, right? Yes, it is. And we have Kathleen. Awesome. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Jacksonville, Florida. I love Jacksonville. Beautiful place. Beautiful weather. Yes, it is. So what's going on with your animal? Well, I have my dog, Nisha. She's uh, she's about three years old. Um, She's totally housebroken, has been for a very, very long time. And uh, I was visiting my mom down in St. Augustine Beach, and uh, Nisha started in the middle of the night, 3.30 in the morning, she started crying. And she was just very, very upset and kind of doing this wookie talk like she's looking for attention. And then all of a sudden just peed on the bed. Mm-hmm. This is not a dog. She she has had a history of bladder infections, but this one just cleared up with antibi- antibiotics in, in 12 hours. And, and how many she, bladder infections has she had over time? She had, let's see, the first year that I had her, she probably had three of them and then we got her on to uh <laughs> gonna sound like a commercial for science diet the science diet food that's okay. specific for you know cd or whatever and then okay. the vet thought you know she'd been well for several years now and that we could try to take her off it well this happened within two months of changing the food to a cheaper brand i'm just wondering if it's if that could have been a coincidence, maybe because she's in a strange place, or if you think it, it could have been a, another recurrent bladder infection that kind of came and went that fast just by changing out that food. Wow, you know that's definitely suspect. If you know if there was a diet change and she broke now during the time she was on that diet, had she had any mm-hmm. urinary tract infections? She did not. Ooh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. I mean, it kind of seems like duh, but at the same yeah. time, <laughs> at the same time, it was uh, it was almost like too quick on on changing the food, almost that it. it I don't know. And then the, now, the, the did they get a, cleared it up in a matter of six to twelve hours. Okay. Now, did they get a urine sample at that time? Not able to. 
Oh, darn, because that would have been great. Yeah. I mean, that would be the evidence we need to prove this. Um, but I'd say it is suspicious because any time any diet that I've had is on, when we're talking about trying to control urine environment, mm-hmm. um, there are some pets that pH can really play a role in um, crystal formation and urinary tract right. infection. So any diet, when you switch that, um, the pH may change in that urine environment is going to change. So, yeah, we, we could be setting up for some problems. And she may be telling you, gosh, Mom, you know, I do need a, um, a therapeutic diet to help manage okay. this problem. But I would say, yeah, I would... Oh, I would love that evidence, and I'd love to get that urine sample because then I think you could kind of maybe either ease your mind or know with more um, accuracy yeah, about that. Yeah, she's just so skittish sometimes. It's hard to get near her when she's going. <laughs> a couple of years ago, we put her through the needle biopsy part where they stuck uh-huh. the needle in, and, and they pulled it out, and they um, they did find some crystals in it then, which is why we did the CD. Mm-hmm. But she's not showing any sign of any kind of problem now for so long. I thought it might be safe to try. Mm-hmm. And uh, this it came on. It was yeah. It well, it wasn't I, even a month. I mean, it was immediate. Uh huh. And, and I, I don't uh, blame you for trying there. I mean, because I mean, realistically, everyone wants to find something that works, and then if you don't need it anymore, you know, you wouldn't want to give it. But um, yeah. for me, I would definitely say, yeah, a urine sample, and it might not be a bad idea for a. For a kid that's had a problem in the past with recurrent urinary infections, you know, getting that sterile sample would be important. And, you know, it wouldn't be overkill to check an x-ray to make sure we don't have anything like a bladder stone that's just kind of lurking there. Because definitely something with bladder stones, they can cause some little micro trauma to the bladder wall. And I've had dogs right. that have lived with them for years. And then we pick them up as a, oops, we're taking an x-ray because the dog was vomiting. And then they have this ugly stone in their bladder. And then, you know, we go, wow, this dog never complained about any kind of urine problem. Um, but, yeah, so some of these things can be kind of sneaky in that way. So, um, yeah, if two, you... I guess two and a half years ago, and, in fact, we did uh, CT. We did ultrasound. We did um, Good. all kinds of stuff just trying to find out what was going on. There, there were some tiny, small evidence of very small crystals, but then it, it just seemed to go away with this with this diet. And the vet thought it might be might be safe to try her on on something else. And uh, I just I thought maybe it could have been environment because she was she's not used to being at my mom's. I had her in a strange place, and she's skittish anyway. So. Mm-hmm. I just thought I'd try to maybe get another another opinion on it. Yeah. No, so right now, what food is she eating? Oh, science diet. I love my dog. I would just, I put her on the science diet immediately. You put her back on the diet. Okay. Any problem? I, yeah, I would never ever take a chance. Okay. I normally wouldn't take a chance anyway, but I would try to try to save money because you know it's tough out there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and even if you can't get a. A sterile sample at the veterinary office. Um, you know, if she's calmer with you around and she's not pee shy, um, you know, once she's settled, you know, back on that CD diet, um, it would be worthwhile to at least get a clean urine catch. And kind of like, you know, we go to the doctor's office and they, they have a whole process, they tell you, when you get a clean urine sample. So we can try our best at home to collect a urine sample from our pets. And with, uh, with the advent of, you know, those throwaway Tupperware containers or some great throwaway plastic you can use um, and just kind of slide that underneath her let her go That's let her start the it. stream yeah I, I was and, trying to get it a little cup and everything but it, it, apparently it's hard to do it 
it can be. So I like those long ones that you use for, oh, I don't know. We use them for storing like bread and stuff. Pizza, yeah. <laughs> but the long uh, flat ones. And you just kind of slide that underneath her. Let her void and let her go for a few seconds. Then put it in the stream of urine. And you're going to be more apt to catch a more clean okay. free catch sample. And that might be more meaningful for your, for your veterinarian. Um, we always want that sterile one caught in the office if we can. But if not, right. you know, that, that might be a good short uh, second substitute. There. Usually when I bring her in, as soon as the veterinarian takes her leash, she pees on the floor. <laughs> Isn't that the ah. way it always works? <laughs> Those are frustrating patients, I'll tell you. I've got a couple <laughs> that I just even look at them, so I can't even touch them, look at them. I just kind of walk them down the hallway, and I say, please, 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 like make it till the ultrasound. We can do it. We can do it. And my shoe gets soaked most of the times. Kathleen, we thank you for your call today. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. You know, one thing I love about Animal Radio is we tell it like it is. We don't mask anything, bloody especially. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sometimes I get in trouble because of that. But, you know, they love me. Some of them hate, but it's make our phone calls. So we love them both. <laughs> well, I think that's why people listen to the show is because we say it like it is. And one of the sponsors that we have actually became a sponsor after we discovered their product. We've been using it We've been it using years. it for a long time. Yeah. You've been hearing us talk about World's Best Cat Litter. We use that here at the World's Best Studio here at Animal Radio. And I want to welcome a spokes doctor from World's Best Cat Litter, Dr. Melissa, to the show. Doctor, welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me today. How many cats do you have at home? I have two cats. And they, of course, probably use World's Best Cat Litter just like we do here. <laughs> of course they do. Now, I have one who really kind of likes to snack on it a little bit, too, even. Sna- you snack <laughs> on it? And cat then- does? Yes, I have I have one of those who will eat anything. So <laughs> she will occasionally snack on the litter when I'm changing the, the litter box. And out. our dog does this, our too. Our dog does And it. that's because it's made out of corn, it's just- so it's it's it probably... Smells good. It tastes good. It's just natural. Exactly. But that's not what it's meant for. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't encourage your animals to snack on this no. kitty litter at all. Exactly. What do you think cat owners first notice when they start using World's Best Cat Litter? I would say that the biggest change from a more traditional type of litter would be the lack of dust oh, yeah. um, and the lack of mess around the cat box. I think that is something that a lot of cat owners really struggle with and get frustrated by, and that's something that when you make the switch, you notice instantly there's no more of that gray dust, oh, yeah. uh, silica dust. and Which the, can't be good for the lungs of an animal. Exactly. That's one of the biggest concerns about all that dust that comes from um, you know the litters that have been around forever, those clay-based litters. And unfortunately, we don't have published studies that tell us yes or no that that is a problem, but it's something that a lot of veterinarians and a lot of cat owners are concerned about. Well, you know, I don't need any study to know yeah. that uh, clay in the lungs is something that I don't want my cat to be involved with. I don't want any of my family members, whether there's research that says it or not. That's just. Well, no, did you ever get a face full of it? Yeah. You, when you pour it, it's yes. terrible. Yeah, I right. hate that stuff. The clay stuff is. Uh, and then you can't flush that stuff and you, it doesn't clump and it's just not good yeah. stuff. And I think that's why we changed to World's Best Cat Litter almost a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not the spokesperson for the cat. And, You're more uh, of a dog guy. But you know what? We're using this sometimes for, for the little dogs. You know, we're using in special circumstances the world best cat litter for, you know, teaching them to do such manners inside of the house. Sure. There's a lot of litters that claim to control odor. What is it that makes world's best cat litter so special? Well, and I think that that's something that a lot of litters do claim to control odor, but it's through the use of heavy perfumes. And as you well know, when you fill the litter box, there is no perfume with the world's best cat litter, but there's also no 
odor, even after, you know, just scooping it out after it's been in the box for some time, you can start to smell that ammonia smell from the urine with traditional litters, and you don't get any of that smell with the world's best cat litter. You know what? It's something that you don't notice it because it's not there. I never really thought about the urine smell. Until now. Because it's not there. The studio never smells. The studio never (laughs) smells. Well, it it does smell a little bit, but not from... Yeah, Yeah. that's us. Not of cat stuff. (laughs) Yeah. You know, not of cat stuff. I have nine bags to give away? Nine. Wow, these guys have gone crazy. They're 17-pound bags. Nine 17-pound bags of world's best cat litter, and they have the different versions. They have the multi-cat, uh, the single version, and the scented multiple cat. So you yes. tell us what you want, and we'll get you uh, fried up to the certain bag that you want. It's world's best cat litter. I want listeners that aren't using this yet to give it a try. Head on over to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. And by the way, that link is over at AnimalRadio.com if you didn't get it. WorldsBestCatLitter.com slash AnimalRadio and you will get a rebate form for your first bag of World's Best Cat Litter. You'll be hooked after that and you'll see why we're always talking about it here at Animal Radio. Dr. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us today. You are welcome. Thank you for having me. Have a great weekend. Thanks, you too. More Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, everybody. This is Frankie Avalon, and I love Animal Radio. Keep listening. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Emergency responders in the UK say a two-year-old basset hound picked the perfect time to learn how to use a phone. According to the Sun, the dog called 999. That's the British version of R911. He was choking on the phone's cord. The dog had reportedly knocked the phone over while his owners were away and he became tangled in the cord. Well, somehow he managed to dial for help while trying to free himself. Authorities heard heavy breathing on the other end of the call. They knew it wasn't an 800 number calling, and they ran in the home frantically searching for somebody inside. Well, they wound up finding this dog with a phone cord wrapped around his neck, set him free, and he's eating treats and living happily ever after now. A Minnesota man is running into trouble with city officials in regards to his hundreds of reptilian roommates. The St. Paul Pioneer Press reports that Scott Nellis had been building his collection of 360 snakes, 60 lizards, and the hundreds of rodents and cockroaches that he uses to feed his pets since 1996. Oh, I bet that house smelled so good. But now inspectors have declared that his house is unfit for human habitation, and they've ordered him to remove the reptiles. But what about the cockroaches and the rodents? A city attorney says a number of extension cords and drawers full of reptiles have created a number of fire hazards, and the excess amounts of ammonia from the animal waste have greatly lowered the home's air quality, not to mention the price. Nellis, however, is meeting with city officials today and hopes to convince them to change their minds. Authorities in Switzerland say they are looking for a suspect who's rather pig-headed. The UK's Orange News says a man recently threw three pig heads into a cake shop in Lucerne. Witnesses say the heads crashed into the displays, causing pastries and blood to fly everywhere. The owner of the cake shop says the incident was clearly upsetting, adding that all they could do was apologize to their customers. The suspect is also believed to thrown a pig head at a group of tourists. Police are now checking local farms to see if anybody's been buying a large number of pig heads 
I don't know, maybe they ought to look and see if any of these pigs are missing their heads. A man in England is hoping that his stolen parrot's Freddie Mercury impression will be the bird's ticket back home. Malcolm Booth tells his son his African gray parrot named Chico was recently taken from his home. But he doesn't expect the separation to last very long, explaining that Chico has a habit of singing Bohemian Rhapsody. We, you know that song, We Are the Champions, and other hits by British rock icons Queen. Booth says the bird's squawking doesn't really bother him because he's a big fan of the band, but he expects it's uh, not everybody's cup of tea. He hopes the entertainment drives the thieves up a wall so they have no choice but to return Chico to get a little peace and quiet. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at Animal Radio. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. Hi, this is Steve Garvey on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. Thank you. But we all know Hale is not the bad dancer. He's a wonderful dancer. And like I normally say with my clients, you pick the music, I will tell you how to dance. It's Animal Radio. Wow, Vladi, you're quite the dancer. Oh, yeah, man. and um, you just mentioned I was I was flying to Michigan on vacation. You are wrong. I was flying to Michigan on business. Oh, really? My wealthy clients from wealthy. Michigan who I trained a few dogs five, six years ago, they've got a new puppy. They've got uh, uh, Pomeranian. And everyone in Michigan tried to train that dog without any results. So they sponsored my visit. They paid for traffic uh, fare, or it's just separate talk. Oh my gosh! And <laughs> it was a, it was a, like a war zone for me to flying to to Detroit from Orange County. And um, after that, for hotel, and they paid a lot of money for me staying. I was four days working with that puppy. But boy, we got it. We made it. You fixed Mission their problem. Accom- oh, I fi- I. I I fixed it to the degree they didn't even expect it, and they were so happy. They even gave me tips. What, so what was the puppy tip? doing? Yeah. What was was wrong? Well, their major concern was the puppy was running through invisible fans and never come back, and they were chasing it for days. But I told the people, "This ah uh, ah uh, uh, this is just the symptoms of the problems. You don't you, you dog didn't have a good relationship with your dog. He didn't have a bonding with the dog. So you know we started from uh, very behavior problem, excuse me, from obedience. We trained the dog on leash, off leash, took it everywhere. And after that, I fixed that invisible fence. So they were very happy. Wow. And they paid a lot of money for that. Yeah, they feel very wealthy. Their house in Michigan and the lake, uh, similar probably to size-wise to Microsoft uh, headquarters, something wow. like that. So. so you're telling me those people spent probably thousands of dollars to bring you out there, but the listeners can call right now at one 405 8405 and talk to you free of charge. Is that what you're trying to tell me? 
Yes, besides giving the numbers, because I've been told in America you cannot ask how much you make, and you're not supposed to give the answers. <laughs> in just a couple of seconds, we're going to talk ears, because sometimes you go to the vet and they say, uh, you came in for this problem with your dog's ears, and you didn't need to do it. You could have taken care of this at home. No, they don't, they don't actually say that. They always welcome <laughs> you with open ears. But we'll define whether or not you need to go to the vet. And this portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Stella and Chewy's, natural goodness for dogs made with raw U.S. FDA inspected meat. It's raised naturally. There's no added hormones, no antibiotics. It is the official food of Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. And if you're brand new to Animal Radio, you might be hearing this the first time. We're going to give you a sample. Send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the address over at the AnimalRadio.com website, and we'll send you back some Stella and Chewies. And if you want the dog version or the cat version, let us know. Or both, right? You'll send that I'll both. I'll send both if they want. Very good. Stella and Chewies, thanks so much for sponsoring Animal Radio. Okay, so my cat is walking around, scratching its ears, and it's tipping its head sideways. Is this a sign that I should go to the vet or not? What's going on, Doc? That's a very good thing to think about. And, you know, the big thing is with a lot of people, I see that they don't recognize this when they need to go to the veterinarian for an ear problem. They kind of dismiss it. They don't recognize what's normal and abnormal. So we want to clarify that, and we're going to either save you a trip to the vet, or we're going to help get your pet there when they really need to. Um, So the big thing is we're going to use the people's senses, the pet parents' senses, and their own powers of observation, along with maybe a good cleanser that you can use at home. And then we can help identify this problem. Or not. Uh, so the big thing is we want to watch it, we're going to smell it, we're going to rub it, and we're going to clean it. Ooh, that sounds it crazy, sure does. doesn't it? <laughs> but basically, when you look at your dog's ear or cat, we want to make sure that the head position is normal, the head is straight, and that you shouldn't be doing any unusual scratching or rubbing at the ears. If they're scratching, rubbing, um, if they tip that head to the side, like you said, Hal, yeah. that is a sign of an infection or a problem that needs to be address. Wow. And what, why do they do that? It's just equilibrium? or Well, partly it can be itchy. It can be uncomfortable. But yes, it can get down to the deeper part of the ear canal. And that can actually lead to a vestibular disturbance or basically an equilibrium problem where they kind of don't sense which way is up. So um, that's actually a more advanced ear infection. And we want to get that pet to the vet right away. Mm. Well, you know, my cat doesn't tip his head. What he does is the head is straight, but one ear is straight out to the side. Oh, point is point his ear Yeah, put his ear ways. down. Why not ear will be up and the other one will be down. Is that a bad sign? But they yeah, don't that tip. sure can. And now some pets will certainly have, uh, like just some dogs will have ears, one that might not stand fully and it's just kind of canted to the side. So that's a little different. But if normally the ears are erect and that you at one point notice that the ears tip to the side, yeah, that's something we need to take a look at. Um, the other big thing is really smelling. And you oh, know yeah. me, I love picking up odors in veterinary medicine. I think it's like the coolest I thing. I think that's why you sit next to Vlade all the time. I'm not sure. Come on. Oh. <laughs> but I Use the f- f- friends perfume, people. Oh, that's and French perfume. Gentlemen. There you go. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yes. So a good dog or cat ear should smell like a clean dog or cat. There's a little bit of a doggy odor, um, sometimes a little bit of that Frito foot thing you smell mm. um, when you smell a dog's feet. That's healthy and that's a normal odor. If we're picking oh. up anything that's actually kind of like a yeasty or what I kind of describe as an old man's dirty socks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what is the topic we're talking about? Just, you know, all the bad things. So, you know, I understand yes. that. Friend. Yeah, so, so if it smells like your, your father's old rotten sock that's, you know, laying <laughs> down there in the laundry chute, um, oh, that, that is a problem. Honestly.
Yeah, doctor, uh, why, why are some dogs just genetically predisposed to that? Like, uh, let's say, um, chocolate labs, I see it all the time in them. It's kind of breed-related, or is it... Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, in- we do see a lot related? of retrievers will definitely have ear infections. Cocker spaniels, um, they're a breed that have a lot of ear problems, so you want to definitely get on board. Um, a part of it is they're prone to more allergies, food allergies. Um, ah. They can have, um, have keratinization disorders that can build up to more wax in the ear canal. So all those things really are kind of tied together there. Okay, so we're watching it, we're smelling it, and what else should we do? We're going to rub it. <laughs> Boy, this sounds like a sex talk, doesn't it? Does, it? Doesn't it? <laughs> but yeah, most dogs enjoy a good ear rub, and, and they're going to enjoy your, they may do that when you, you put your finger in their ear, but if you hear crying, if you're hearing whining, or if when you rub the ear, that back foot on that same side comes up and they start scratching vigorously, oh. that's a sign that there's a problem in that ear. So you want to get that baby to the vet. Okay, what about cleaning it, finding out what that stuff is in their ear? Cleaning, yeah. And we're going to use a non-medicated cleanser. Um, and you're going to basically find in a healthy ear maybe a little bit of yellow or brown wax and, and just enough that comes up on a cotton ball on your fingertip, not a lot. So if you're seeing anything oozy, anything that's got blood or kind of chunky brown clumps, what I term as Oreo cookie crumb uh, debris, that is an infection. And that's something that needs to be addressed. Okay, so we need to watch it, smell it, rub it, and clean it. We'll put all these tips over at the website so you can determine yourself if your animal's ear problem is something that needs to be taken care of by the vet or if it's something that you can take care of at home. 1-866-405-8405. We are going to the phones next. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Warm weather is here, and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a Wall Clipper. Visit Wall, W-A-H-L, pet.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Animal Radio, 
1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Ernie Rodina, our horse expert with your horsey talk. Animal communicator Joy Turner bridging that gap. Dog father Joey Villani. She's toting some great stuff from Wall. We have uh, Beverly on the phones. Hi, Beverly. You wanted to talk to animal communicator Joy Turner. I have an 11-year-old yellow lab Rottweiler mix that's really dealing with a lot of pain with arthritis, and I've been trying a lot of different things on him, and I was just wondering if you could ask him, am I getting anywhere with any of the stuff that I'm using on him? And would you tell me his name, please? Animals always love to be called by their names, just like we do. So what's his name? His name is TJ. Okay, PJ says to tell you, and by the way, animals tend to be incredibly stoic a lot of the times, so often they won't communicate exactly what they're really feeling, but PJ is really wanting to let you know it works all right, but he doesn't expect that anything is going to get very much better. Oh, no. And this really is a very common thing with animals. They tend to live very much in the moment, so they're not all that concerned and they just sort of flow with the way it's feeling, and sometimes that's a good thing from our perspective, and a lot of times it's not. So he just wants you to be able to do whatever you can to keep him comfortable, and he thinks he's really fine with what's going on. I know that seems weird from a human perspective, but, again, it's a quite common animal thing. Well, I know they tolerate pain a little better than what we do, and I was just wondering whether or not he's, he's okay with what he has. I mean, if pain is it bad. No, he's, he says he's fine for now. He's fine for now? Yeah. Okay, do you have enough time for one more question? What would you like to know? Right. I had spoken to you a few months ago, not referring to TJ, but to a cat that just came walking through my house as if she lived there before. And you had said to me, she said she did. But she wouldn't tell you what, where, where did she come from and what, what animal was she before she left, left me and now is back. Okay. Her name, her name is, I named her J-Lo. Sure, let me see what JLo has to say. And she does actually acknowledge that name, so that is a really good thing. And again, I'm going to kind of revert back to a common thing. Animals, as I said, tend to be very much in the present. And so for JLo, she says you have to think back very far. You have to think back to when you're very young. And she doesn't want to be with the family she was with. She really came looking for you. Does that answer your question? No, that's, that's fine. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your call, Beverly. You're very welcome. Have a good day. one 405 8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't go nowhere because, you know, I had to bring this up. This is perfect timing. But I think I need to talk to human resources on this show about joy. Oh. Because last night, <laughs> my dogs, okay, were staring up at the ceiling, uh-huh. and then they would look at me, and then they would stare up at the ceiling, and they would look at me, and I know she was talking to them. I know she was saying something. So, you know, we, we may have a little problem here, Joy. I'm sorry, but i got to talk to human resources about this. Every now and then, especially seems like your kids, they just really want to have their say, and it's like, hey, we need to talk to you, so... Come on over here and talk to us. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Flotty, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Joey Volani, the dog father. Animal communicator, Joey Turner. And Ernie Rodina. Is this your first week? Welcome. I tell you what, it's just great to hear Joy talking about this communication thing because it's got the buzz just going crazy about it.
Hey, it's Vinny Penn on Animal Radio coming to you with the party animal segment. I'm, I'm, I know I'm way late in this one, but I still can't get over it. Uh, seeing in the news a ways back, I think it was at one point in March, a big story going on about people who were leaving everything to their pets. The new, new movement in their wills, they were leaving everything to their pets. And is, is that allowable? Should you be able to do it? Uh, or maybe it was a local story to my neck of the woods, Connecticut, but I don't think so. But if it is new to you, or if you do know it, what are your thoughts on this, leaving everything to your pet? I, on the one hand, the miserable, bitter 41-year-old me loves it because it's like you're sticking it to so You're sticking it to your brother. You're sticking it to your sister. You're sticking it to your spouse. Like, I hereby leave everything to Rover. So take that. My 22-year-old beagle gets everything. You get nothing. But then there's another part of me that's keenly aware of the fact that, a pe- that the people who are leaving everything to their pets are, like, in love with the dog and just want the world to know how much they love them. And can the dog comprehend the real estate market, how much he can get for the house, I mean, is the dog going to put the the house for sale um, and stand out in front? And would he be able to throw an open house? I don't know. Where does it go from there? Then again, I mean, what, what other pets are you leaving everything to? Are you leaving it to the cat? I mean, cats are territorial as it is. I got a gut feeling cats, they're sharp creatures. They'll know, like, this is mine. So when that pissed off sibling comes in and decides to ignore the wishes of the deceased, everybody's got a sibling who ignores the wishes of the deceased, especially when it's a parent. And they come in and say, screw that. You know, this was mommy's and I'm taking it, even though she left it to you. That cat is going to drop on her back from the ceiling like a ninja. Never let her out of the house with grandma's necklace, leaving everything to your pet. You left your brain, leave your brain to your pet. Donate your organs, major or, well, then again, anybody who's going to do that, what good is that brain? Vinny Penn, party animal on Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. Sometimes you, you, you actually, um, put them, um, in, you, you put them in a bucket where it already has the water and you actually submerge them right into it and they don't mind. Hold them under, hold them under the water a little bit or? No, you keep their head out, of course. But oh, okay. You can submerge them right down up to the to their neck, and and they like that, and take and take them out. And usually, they're they're very happy to do that. Yeah, if you just tuned in, Vlade trying to figure out how to wash his kitty. <laughs> he doesn't have a kitty. <laughs> can you imagine if he had a kitty? Yeah, because for me, just uh, teaching the cat to swim is like uh, teaching uh, me to speak, uh, you know, Chinese. So or English. Really confused <laughs> or English. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, I see in your hand you have brand new products from Wall, and we'll be giving some of these products away in just a second. Uh, you have the oatmeal shampoo, and I see you also have this uh, slicker brush. And I thought brushes are brushes. What's yeah. this all about? No, no, no. This um, this is a pretty cool brush because it's actually I I used it in salon um just to check it out, and um, it's um professionally made. It has short, little, slightly curved pins, so it's really, really good for de-shedding and detangling. Uh, ah. Also. It it has a and see this see how it's really flexible here. I like so, that. So Ooh. it um goes through the coat real easy and it's not going to scrape the skin. Um, it, it's it's made really nicely. I I I like it. So you wouldn't use it on a short haired yeah. dog. Um, well, it depends on how short. Anything, I know. I, I Vladi's going to like this. 
a German Shepherd length or and more, um, this would be perfect. Anything less than that, then, then you, it's not the right tool for the job. But um, anything for that, so I'm going to say about an inch um, of, of coat and, 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 and more, it's perfect. Mm. Perfect. What I really like um, is the smell of this. Mm. It smells like a mojito. It's um, a mojito. It's an oatmeal <laughs> shampoo. It does. It smells great. It's it's an oatmeal shampoo and it's concentrated. So you only need a little bit of it. Uh-huh. And it has coconut, lime, lemon, and aloe oh. in it. So you know what's oh, perfect wow. about that? The the lemon and the lime is going to help cleanse. Okay. The coconut, the oatmeal, and the aloe is going to help um, soothe and it's also going to moisturize. So you're cleaning, you're moisturizing, and it's really and it really smells real fresh. So it has everything you need in it all in one. Isn't oatmeal good for the skin? It's great. It's great. It's soothing. So you get a lot of itchy dogs, dogs with that you know that get a little dry, um, especially the people who have forced hot air in the, in the, in their house, and um, you know just like it dries out your skin, it dries out the dogs, and they get itchy. Well, this is actually perfect, and um, it's it's concentrates. So only need a little bit. It goes a long way. Yeah, I'm always worried that I'm gonna not rinsing it all off. I rinse my dog over and over. I'm so afraid I'm gonna leave shampoo on it. And won't that make her kind of well, even itchier? Well, you know the good thing about this is two things. It's one on one is biodegradable. So if you, even if you uh-huh. left a little on your pet, which you don't want to do, right. it's gonna break itself down. The other thing is, is it's designed for quick rinsing. Okay, so you don't need it. You don't need a lot of water to rinse it off. It's gonna rinse. It's gonna rinse quick. It's gonna rinse clean. So it's something. Because, I mean, you know, washing your pet at home sometimes is a task because you don't have the equipment like we have. They're jumping out of the tub. So this makes it a little bit easier that, you know what, I could rinse it quick. So if, if Fido jumps out of the tub, mm-hmm. um, hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm done. Just like it to dry the house. That's about it. Mm. Okay. And I love coconut oil because coconut oil, let me give uh, to everyone who is listening to us another grooming tip. Yes, Joe, don't look at me, but I'm going to give the grooming tip. How to make the skin shiny inside out. Give to your dog coconut oil and you will combat allergy and make their skin be shiny. Oh, how beautiful is that? Okay, let's go ahead and give away some of this right now. The oatmeal shampoo and the Wall Large Slicker Brush, both of them made by Wall, and that's spelled W-A-H-L. They've been in the industry for even longer than you, Joey, haven't they? That wall, they've been around, yeah, they've been around since the, since the beginning. I use a lot, listen... I've used wall products since um, 1974 when I got involved in this industry, and it's always, you know, they've, they've, it's always been a quality product. When, when, when you got a wall clipper or you got a wall brush, you felt like you got something that really, you know, meant something. Um, if that makes any sense. And we're from what age you said? 72? Are you? How old are you? Seven, 1974. Okay. I've been oh in this God. industry using wall products. Let's uh, give this away right now. This is we're going to give it to a shelter again. We're giving away to a shelter. Okay, so. If if you uh, work at a shelter and you want to make these animals look really, really good so that they get homes, get adopted, call us now at one 405 8405 You'll get the wall large slicker brush and the oatmeal shampoo that Joey's been talking about. one 405 8405 now. Thanks, Wall, for sponsoring Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team. 
I'm talking about, who are you talking about? I'm talking about Ernie Rodina, our horse expert, animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Volani, Vlade the world famous Russian dog wizard, and Dr. Debbie, all here at your beck and call. And uh, that's such a deal, I'll tell you. If you have a problem with your animals, now is the time to put your fat little fingers in the phone and dial us at one 405 8405. Free medical advice. Free veterinary advice. Vlade, for instance, is a three-month waiting list to get him to come over to your house, but you can get right through to him right now. Or if you have a grooming question, of course, Joey Villani. And he has a great tip coming up that's going to save you a little money. Now, is it called bronchiocephalic? Brachycephalic. 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 If you have one of these dogs and their face smells, and this happens a lot, apparently, and I, I don't have one of these dogs, so I don't know. They look like they've you been... you got to ch- explain what it is, Hal. It's one of the dogs. Squishy face dogs. They look like they've been chasing parked cars. Okay, if, yeah. if your dog was like, what if you have a brachycephalic grandmother? That, that is you why know, Sharpe is so stinky. I have a gross job. I deal with a lot of gross things in the veterinary world. But my sister's a nurse, and I tell you, her stories top mine any given day. <laughs> oh. Well, you like you like your job. You actually got into it because you like the smells and the yucky stuff. I do. I love it. And you know, the other day I had a diabetic kitty that came in, and I was so upset because I did not pick up the odor of the diabetes on its breath. And it had an unusual type of diabetes where they did not have ketones, which is a type of a a byproduct. Um, So therefore, it didn't have the smell. So I said, my sniffer's still working today. Okay. (laughs) Well, I noticed when you check out the animals, especially like the the animals here at the studio, you not only do the whole visual thing, but you'll smell them too. You're all over that. Yeah, I do. And, you know, it puts off a couple people, you know, when they see me sniffing their dog's ears or their skin. (laughs) But, you know, it's really, it's all about finding out what is wrong on every different aspect of the pet. So if it's sight, smell, I don't taste. So No, you don't. But you'll flip flip the lips. I mean, you come into the studio and you'll flip everybody's lip just to make sure that we're all healthy (laughs) with a little rubber glove and everything. (laughs) Give me, please, my my perfume from France. Here you go, Vlad. is drooling over there. (laughs) Vlad, I am afraid that you have infected my mind. (laughs) I actually quote you at times. I'll say, to my dog, and my husband looks at me and goes, what are you doing? I'm saying, I'm talking to him. He's not getting away with that. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you just worry about infecting your mind. Nothing else. You know? <laughs> We're too close to each other. You know. <laughs> yeah, you being gone last week, her butts had a chance to heal. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was unbelievable, unbelievable venture for me tra- traveling back to the Michigan where I am from. I got the fight with the flight attendant in the way in, in the way to Michigan. Ah. Did you get thrown off the plane? Yeah, I didn't see it in the paper. <laughs> I didn't news. get into the look, people. I mean, that was Minneapolis. I was uh, was I was uh, flying from uh, Orange County. They didn't have a f- uh, direct flight to Detroit from Minneapolis. It was Minneapolis crew, and that flight attendant. It's bad enough she was old and fat and ugly. <sighs> it's a bad enough, but you know, like uh, European, we 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 kind of traveling. I know if you, you you Dr. Debbie was flying through Air France or Switzerland on Russian company. I used to have a you know girls with you know like a short skirt and they was makeup. And Wait a minute, and... I'm not dressing for your pleasure on an airplane, Vlad. I'm just getting that clear right now. I know, I know, but but make the long story short. And I ask her, you know, I want to I want to get some tea. You know, I, you know, I always drink the tea. Hold on. And she and she looked at me like you were asking. Uh, she was expecting me to ask the fries, I guess, or something, or popcorn. 
and I said, or whatever, and then she said, I want to get the tea. And, and she, eventually she brought me tea a little bit similar to Mika's urine, you know. And I said, look, <laughs> <laughs> I said, look, I, and after I start to really ask you, are you planning to, uh, why you put this tea into the plastic container, not in the paper? Because in the plastic, it's a cancer-producing activities. And she told me I'm difficult uh, passenger, and that all started, and I would complain to the captain about her. So that was the really unpleasant thing. But after that, it was Detroit crew from Minneapolis. Oh, I love it. I love it. Girl, ask me, Vladi, what you want? And I said, you know, I just made it in the shade, baby. I need just some Kool-Aid. And she was bringing me up. I was so happy. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to be serving Vladi if you're ever in that uh, position where you have to serve him. Run. Call in sick. Say you have cramps, okay? Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, Ernie Rodina, is our horse expert. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Dog father, Joey Villani, is your groomer. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard and Dr. Debbie. Vladi, back from a much-undeserved vacation last week. You actually got in trouble on the airlines, is that correct? No, they got in trouble with me on the airplane plane because, you know, they, they, they try just to pick up the fight with me on every stop. And it was a four stops, four fights. Oh, will you tell us about it a little <laughs> later on? Sure, I will. I can't I wait. I definitely will. Okay, also on the show, the season of stars continues. Unbelievable. I want to just, can I go down the list real fast of who we've had on? Betty White, Billy Dean, Margaret Cho, Elaine Boozler, Davy Jones before he passed, Frankie Avalon, Carrie Ann Anaba, Prince Lorenzo Bergese, uh, let's see, NASCAR Cards, Corey Joyce, Christian Chenoweth. Am I missing anybody? I think you got everybody. Coming up, we have Eddie Money, Lyle Lovett, Kevin Costner, and the Bellamy Brothers all within the next few weeks. All of them love their animals and want to share their stories. Today, Doug Gray from the Marshall Tucker Band will grace us with his presence. He's a kitty lover, believe that or not. A lot, a lot of guys admit that they love cats. I believe his animals are Cheech and Chong. Yes, Cheech and two Chong. kitties. Two kitties, Cheech and Chong, <laughs> Persian kitties. And uh, he's on the way right here on Animal Radio. Also, Joey Volani today will tell you how to get rid of that smell that you're... Brachycephalic? Brachycephalic. Brachycephalic dog. And that means, of course, that they have that crunched up face like they've been chasing parked cars. If you have one of those dogs and their face smells, he'll have tips for you. Stacy Cohn working hard in the newsroom. What do you got going on? Guess who is in trouble for hunting? And we're not talking about elk or a deer or anything like that. We're talking lions, tigers, and elephants. The Trump Boys. Great. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Boy, it's hot in the studio. <laughs> Open the window over there. I feel like a prisoner in this studio sometimes. I know. It seems like it's getting smaller <laughs> with all these people in it. Speaking of prisoners, have you ever had this experience maybe where you have your brand new little puppy and you're concerned about letting them out of the backyard or going on walks or anything because you don't want them to be exposed to what's out there? It's sort of like an overprotective mother. And I, I can explain but that. Before they've had their baby shots. Sure. Yeah. I spent from like when I was born to 16 locked in my house because my mom <laughs> didn't want me going out and getting in That's trouble. That's why you're so unsocial. That's exactly why I'm unsocial. <laughs> And that can, make, can, that can make some dogs pretty unsocial, too, couldn't it, Doc? 
Yeah, I sure could. It, it, that's actually what I do call it, the backyard prisoners. And it, it's a very misguided effort that a lot of pet owners will try to do to protect their pet from infectious disease. And the idea that keeping them in the backyard will avoid exposure to any potential infectious disease. Um, but what it actually does is it creates a real problem, both behaviorally and, um, you know, coming to the vet office or even the groomer. Um, and love, sure it, love, it, love it, love it, love it. Let me kiss you just for a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. You're just, just telling me just uh, honey, and my, uh, honey and my heart. So keep, go- keep going. Please. Oh, well, this is actually something that, you know, in practice and very early on, I had a lot of fellow practitioners, you know, tell people this. And it's just not the way we want to think anymore. So we do want to be cautious. And, you know, we have to keep in mind that puppies do have immune system that's developing. So they get immunity from mom when they're born, and that'll wear off between 6 to 16 weeks of age, which is important to be smart and not expose them to bad things, but it's also the golden period of socialization. And as Vlad would agree, uh, yes, don't kiss my ring, please. Um, (laughs) That is the time when we want to get him exposed to those unusual, noisy things, new dogs, other pets, uh, noisy people, all those things. And probably this misconception comes from the point because American society I means ladies were pushed long ago to the point that they were telling them so breastfeeding is the bad thing. You have to get some synthetic milk. But people, if you get this puppy from reputable breeder and this puppy was sucking the mom's milk, that dog has a natural protection like the doctor says. Once it's vibrating, yes, it's a very wise idea to vaccine him. But don't be too cautious. Otherwise, you're not going to be toward other people, toward other dogs. Keep going, Doctor. Yeah. I love what you're saying. I've taken just, my just, dogs just... out when they were puppies, and I take them out to places that we're going to expose them to later. So as a pup, I took my dog out to the lake. I took him out to the forest. I took him out to the mountains. Now, I was smart. I didn't take him where all the other dogs congregated. Exactly. But we wanted him getting out by the sights and the sounds and exposure to those things. What about Toys R Us? What about uh, maybe a huge uh, grocery store like uh, Kroger? What I was doing, I was having Doctor some blank. I put my doggy on this blanket and I have a treats in my hands and I was harassing the people as I always do. <laughs> Could you approach give my dog some treats? That's what I did all the time. That's a great idea. Now, the thing I would not advise, and, and you have to be cautious, you have to pick the right situation. That's great to socialize to people. What I wouldn't recommend is take that puppy into PetSmart or to those big box um, pet stores. Oh, really? Because the, that is going to be the spot where there's a lot of dogs. You don't know those dogs' immune systems. Exactly. What vaccines they've had. So you want to avoid those group areas. Stay away from the dog parks with the puppies. Stay away from the community parks where all the other doggies are brought along. Um, and definitely stay away from the pet stores until they're fully vaccinated. And that's alternative if some of your neighbor Mike or neighbor Kathy or mother-in-law or someone who you know have a dogs which you know healthy and in a good shape, this is the great idea to bring the puppies in and let them socialize. Of course, I always try to be breed profile. I don't want to have any problems, so I always like stupid golden cell labs because they're just goofy. <laughs> they're not going to do anything to the puppies. <laughs> 
you don't want to be too overprotective of your animals like my mom was to me. And just isolating them in the yard doesn't guarantee that they can avoid any infectious diseases anyway, does it, Doc? No, it doesn't. And I've had pets where um, they've come in and they've actually gotten parvo sitting in their own backyard. Wow. Because people were, they were trying to live under this lifestyle of, you know, not take the puppy out. And we can bring things like parvo in on our shoes. Um, wildlife can bring in it and parasites and infectious diseases. So, you know, it, it doesn't uh, prove to be 100% effective, this uh, backyard prisoner technique. And my last f- thought is in the Mid- in Midwest, uh, Michigan and Chicago area where I worked, uh, vets were on the site, which is Dr. Davis said, they're not too protective too much. However, here in California and even Las Vegas area, I see the vice versa. And in those areas, I see much more social, uh, like a behavioral based problems as aggression toward another people or dogs just because of the lack of socialization. Because when the puppy goes through the critical stages, you gotta fulfill it or you're gonna pay the price. one 405 8405 If you have a question about your animals, now's the time to call. This portion of Animal Radio is Brought to you by Pet Stay. The dog days are every day with Pet Stay, available exclusively from Imperial Palace and Rio Resorts in Las Vegas. Pet Stay provides the unique in room amenities for your dogs, including food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, even dog treats, and a specialty room service menu. And you can learn more at Caesars.com slash Pet Stay Las Vegas. Tonight in Las Vegas, check out Brad Williams at the Empire Comedy at Paris in Las Vegas. Very funny comedian. He is the dwarf. Is that the politically correct? I think so. I think you can say that. He's the dwarf that you saw on, uh, what was that TV show? Oh, Mind Dementia on Comedy Central. And I think that's really where he he got got his his big break. He's called the dwarf because he's known as the the whore dwarf on that. Can I say that? (laughs) The whore dwarf? He's the whore dwarf, so he's known as the dwarf. He's playing, you know, Robin Williams talks about this guy. He says he's Prozac with a head. And you can check him out tonight. Brad Williams tonight and through Monday at the Empire Comedy at Paris, Las Vegas. Tickets start at $39.99. And you can bring your dogs, not to the comedy show, because they might harass him. They leave the dogs back at the hotel room, okay? They can be eating the room service. Boy, I really feel like I've crossed the line here. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. <coughs> Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? 
Canine Caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Do you love cleaning the litter box? (laughs) I didn't think so. Fortunately, you can solve your litter box problems with a free bag of world's best cat litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. For a limited time, you can go have free for free with a mail-in rebate. To get your free bag, visit www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Can't you see? Oh, can't you see? What that woman lot she's been doing to me. Can't you see? Can't you see? What that bring you back to the 70s like it does me. <laughs> Joey Volani, I know that uh, Marshall Tucker, a big band for you. I think we worked them in the early 80s, I think. It's it's very possible. They've gone through several incarnations, and the one mainstay of the whole band has been Doug Gray, the singer, who obviously is, I'm going to be a little biased, is the best part of the band. So it's, uh-huh. it's still a Marshall Tucker band, and they have a <laughs> brand new... CD coming out. No, it's actually a vinyl. They're actually doing a record. I know. Who does records? Who does records anymore? That is uh, very cool. I know. It's very cool because nothing sounds like a record. I don't care what anyone (laughs) says. Records sound very warm. I know. Kids these days don't have a clue. They have. What's a record? I'm going to pull my old uh, record player out of the closet for one of these. I think we're going to have giveaways in just a couple seconds. But we welcome to the show, Doug Gray. Doug, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing really good, and uh, thanks for starting with that song. That seems to be a mainstay for all us uh, older guys and sometimes younger girls that uh, <laughs> uh, we go out and play for. And you know what? I let them sing that song now because it is traditionally turned into like the public outcry of Marshall Tucker Band. Uh, it's a timeless classic. It is. So now tell us, you have a brand new vinyl album coming out? We actually started doing this for Marshall Tucker Band uh, back about a year ago when people were bringing the old albums and saying, you know what, my kids are out of the house now, I can pull out my old stereo as I was doing a yard sale, and they pulled it out and they hooked it back up and they said, here, we're going to bring this, and they come see our show, now that they can afford to, now that their kids are gone right. out of college, you know, and uh, they bring them, and, and here we are, and, and uh, you know, we sign them, and this guy said, uh, you know, I wish you would put out a new greatest hits, and sure enough, there it was. And the idea was sparked, and we're very pleased with the uh, sales of this thing. Vinyl just sounds so much better, doesn't it? Well, for you and I, yes. For the kids, they, you know, I did. I was in New York recently, and on a, a little whirlwind tour of some stations, and uh, I was walking around, and this girl says, "What is that?" And then she was a she's a promotions girl in New York City. She wow. said, "What is that?" And I went. 19 or 20 and I said well here you hold it she said I, how could I carry 30 or 40,000 of those around <laughs> with me you know because they're downloading everything now but uh, you know this one's this one's on download for everybody if they want it but the good part is, is she said I've never seen anything like that she said that weighs something but you know if you go back and you put it on a good uh, vinyl quality and you put it on a stereo then and, and we call it stereo but these were true stereos this 
is when the needle got down into the groove and let you feel everything oh, yeah. that was going on. And you have it available in CD form also. And we're going to be giving away CD forms for the young kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, well, well, for the young kids and me as well, is, you know, because I do find myself throwing in a bunch of different CDs at some point in time. And now what's the digital download card that it comes with the vinyl? What is that? That's just something that you put in, you put the code in, and you get the record, the CD download as well. You gotta love wow. that, and this is a big CD. This has uh, what seventeen of your well, some of the best songs, including live cuts uh, like uh, "Will the Circle Be Unbroken" live. Gotta love that. Yeah, we did all that stuff. It was uh, done in in uh, Glasgow, and and we did some of that Hammersmith Odeon. But a lot of people had never heard it. And a lot of real, you know, we got quite a following in order to be around for forty years, as you well know. Yeah. And it, it's kind of unbelievable. And we have changed uh, different people and personnel. We all started in high school, so it didn't. You know, we were looking. Only reason we ever started was to have beer for the weekend. Okay? <laughs> so, and girls. You know, it, it's not that big a loss now because. I'll buy you a beer, okay? Yeah. But uh, now that's why we started Marshall Tucker Band is because we all knew we must have something because we enjoy being together. In just a second, we're going to talk about animals, but I know that Judy has a question here. Yeah, you know, I think I learned something today. There was no buddy in the band named Marshall Tucker. No, no, and and personally, there's. Two reasons that that didn't happen that way. Toy did not want to be called Toy Factory anymore. <laughs> that was Toy. He just didn't want to be called that anymore. And so we found on the key to our warehouse that we rehearsed in for about two years. And we, the promoter came down and says, hey, you know, I got the Allman Brothers coming through, but I want a band. And I know you guys, y'all want to open for us. He said, give me a name. And we said, come back in an hour. So <laughs> the, on that key tag, there was a... Uh, it was uh, Marshall Tucker written down on it. And so we looked at that tag. We said, hey, let's just go ahead and let's, let's call it Marshall Tucker for the weekend. Wow. Over 40 years now. And Marshall Tucker is still alive, living in Columbia, South Carolina, doing well. He just retired from being the choir director at the church for over 40 years. Tell us about your animals. Do you have any? I do have some. I have, uh, <laughs> I have two Himalayan Persian silver tips. Okay, and uh, blue tips they call them, and I have two of those, and uh, they're Cheech and Chong. Okay? <laughs> and that would be appropriate because anytime you see two little small brothers that are about a minute and a half apart, and they actually look like bookends if they lay together, oh. which they do an awful lot. And I love those. And then uh, I have an outside cat that just refused to hang out inside, and he's called Bashful. Oh. And he was, uh, he's, we got him from the, uh, society down here, you know, that, that they didn't know telling what would happen to him. And, uh, we have a, a dog, Wine Rhymer, that doesn't stay at my house. He stays with my daughter and a little Yorkie. What do these animals bring to your life? Uh, peace, serenity, muse for music, what? Nerves. And, uh, <laughs> uh they, the nerve part is when your refrigerator starts slowing down because of the long hair that's on the Oh, kids, yes. Okay? So, you know, that little fan down there starts going... Yeah. 
but then I say, you know, it's time to get them fixed. And I, sh- I, sh- I actually shave those kitties. I found that uh, I don't do it, but the girl at the place does it. And she says, uh, she says, you know, they act a lot different, and they honestly do. Some people like to watch them and, and be fully groomed out and, and feeling good. But these two kitties are like, they become my best friends when I come home. And mm-hmm. they, they jump up and follow me around now. They're real, they're real sluggish with all that hair. And I can understand I've had long hair all my, ever since I got back from Vietnam. Doug, I want to introduce you to the team here. I have Dr. Debbie to my left, Lottie, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, dog father Joey Volani, who actually may have worked with you. Also have animal communicator Joy Turner right here. And Joy, I believe you've been talking to the animals. I have, and I can't make that sound because my tongue doesn't do that rolling R thing, but your Persians don't call themselves Persian cats. What do they call and themselves? Hal, can you do that? They call it versions like that. (laughs) They actually, they want to know if they can be a bigger sign in your music somehow. Oh, they want to be a muse. Yeah, they would like to, for instance, maybe have their pictures places because the cats think they are just like the end all to end all about beauty and handsomeness and... (laughs) Magnificence and all of those kinds of things. Uh, I think they learned from some of my, and you're talking to be able to talk to them from one of my old bloodhounds that I used to have. I lived in a different house back in uh, a house years ago, and one of my uh, bloodhounds was named Blood. We actually had him brought in from, uh, I think it came from Europe. And when he, well, I didn't even know where he was coming from, but I wanted one really bad. He's a young, quite uh, industrious uh, young pup as a bloodhound. And um, he came in, and I was outside. And, you know, I think they want to know each other a lot of times. I don't really know this to be true, but it's like they look at me and say, God, I'd like to do what that little kitty did at that time. Scratch my arm, and I'm sitting down there, and, and the bloodhound, which was called Blood, Okay, to make the story really cool, mm-hmm. because he was really called Blood. And I lived in a subdivision then, where you run down the little alleyway in the back, and the houses are faced up, one's facing, both of them are facing to the rear. And Blood got out of his place that we were keeping him, being young and rambunctious as he did. And I'm running down the back way with my arm bleeding, which oh. comes from the kitty and me falling over into the trash, right? <laughs> and the kitty scared me to death. I thought he was kind of like this big rodent that was chasing me around. And uh, I fell over, cut my arm, and I'm running down there holding my arm up in the air. I had long hair. I'd been at the pool, and I'm screaming. I'm going, blood, blood, come back, blood. <laughs> and so the police got called on me. My arm, I was holding it up in the air. I don't know what these people were thinking, but I think these kitties really were you know, they weren't around then, but I think they they kind of connected to him because they look at me like, oh, God, don't start hollering blood again. <laughs> For some reason, they like my armpit, and that's one of the What, what is with that? that? So does Hal's I, cat. I don't know, but, you know, it's a good feeling as long as you don't roll over. <laughs> Hal's cat does the same thing to him. Yeah. That's so strange. Start nibbling on my armpit for some strange. It's a little gross. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's weird. It's more weird than gross. Yeah. Because <laughs> if they're going to try to do it, it scares me a little bit. And it's kind of like... I think that they know I find it extremely humorous that they do something like that, but burying in like that is kind of funny. Do you think you're more of a cat person or a dog person? I think I'm probably a cat person. That's cool. You know, we okay. talked to a lot of, I think over the season of the stars, a lot of the celebs have said that they're mostly dog people. Well, I, I think guys don't like to admit yeah. that they're a cat person. Well, 
I, I don't understand that because the kiddies, you can more or less feel them and read what they're saying. I can. Mm-hmm. And I can see what they're saying or if they want something. And they have a little subtle way of going, ow. And if they do a big long owl, that means, hey, man, check me out. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. And I don't know that they really talk to me. That I think they give me signals, and uh, they're less than three years old, so they, you know, they're kind of sitting their ways. I have to put their uh, out overlooking the back deck, and I put the two dining room chairs together facing each other, and then I slide them together, and one gets on the other one, and if both of the chairs are not facing each other, uh, as they look out the window, they they both won't get up in the chair. Okay, <laughs> they won't get in one chair, so they're you know. Finicky is the word, but uh, beauty is what's... That's when I looked at them and I said, y'all look like bookends, and they both kind of looked at me. And, you know, they don't they don't respond with their mouth very much. You know, if cats had lips, we'd be in a better place. Yeah. <laughs> we're with Doug Gray. Marshall Tucker Band is the band. And, uh, of course, uh, we're talking about Cheech and Chong, which uh, brings me back to the 70s also, and uh, some of the music that I heard during the 70s. I'd like to go ahead and give away... One of these CDs to 10 listeners. We have the brand new Marshall Tucker Band CD, and this is a, like a greatest hits CD, and it's also out on vinyl. Uh, we're not giving away the vinyl. You can get this at your, your local record store. Uh, you might or, have to hunt that down, yeah? Or their website. Or There's the website. website. We can get the website, too. Yes. Doug Gray, uh, we're so glad you spent time with us today. So much time. And uh, go give Cheech and Chong some big old hugs from all of us, will you? Oh, I can certainly do that. And if I can ever do anything, y'all know where to find me, okay? We have the website, marshalltucker.com. And the CD is called the Marshall Tucker Band Greatest Hits. I have 10 copies at one 866 405 right now for you. If you're not lucky enough to get through or you want to pick up the vinyl version, uh, you can get it from the website or uh, any one of these stores that still has vinyl on their shelves, I imagine. All right. We'll see you later. Bye Bye now. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, have you ever been to the airport and you had a dog go through your bags? Izzy's among a small number of luggage-inspecting beagles who live and work at the Kennedy Airport, though federal officials won't disclose the exact number of canines that are employed there. Technically, they're called a passive response dog. She's trained to sit whenever she smells one of several odors like fruit, meat, plant, seed, or vegetable. With just one sniff, Izzy can determine whether a bag is worth searching, a seconds-long appraisal that would actually take human officers hours to do, given that about a million travelers pass through Kennedy Airport in a single month. During her three years of employment, she's found everything from duck tongues... Who would eat a duck tongue? What in the world? They're so, I mean, aren't they small? Duck tongues? How big could a duck tongue be? I don't know. The pig's feet and head they find. I don't know who would eat that either. But the agro, you know, have you ever gone to like Circle K? You see those pig's feet in a jar? Oh, the agricultural products vary according to the time of year. On average, about 28 pounds of food are collected every day, most of it from people who are trying to sneak in food from their native countries. Thank God that uh, peanut butter and jelly is our staple here. 
The mild winters mean ticks have started stirring earlier this year as they wake from their dormant state and begin searching for meals of blood. The weather doesn't mean that there's going to be more ticks, but people should be aware of the parasites as they head out for hikes and climbs in this unseasonably nice weather. And as usual, people are advised be careful during the peak Lyme season. That's in May and June. Dr. Ellen Friedman, she's a vet at the Newburgh Animal Hospital. She said she's already seen cats and dogs coming in with ticks, though it's a little too early to tell whether they've been infected with Lyme or some other diseases. But as with humans, infections are just treated with antibiotics. You want to watch and make sure there aren't those little black things that are stuck on your uh, pet's coat. The Trump brothers are in trouble. Donald's kids, Donald Jr. and Eric, they killed an elephant, an endangered leopard, a buffalo, a crocodile, and some other big game animals on a 2011 trip that was arranged by a South African safari firm. And it wasn't registered in Zimbabwe. And that's a problem because you have to be registered there. Um, safari trips routinely require supervision by Zimbabwean rangers and licensed local hunters. And I guess they pose with pictures with these animals. Gosh, I can't, I can't even imagine. If they are found to have breached hunting laws, uh, they can face prison or fine up to $500,000. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Welcome, my friends. It is Animal Radio. You lucky dog. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard with those vexing dog issues. Dog father Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and Ernie Rodina. Have you ever had to do CPR on your animal? I haven't. No, luckily I haven't. I, I You know what? I've been meaning to take a class. And so you wouldn't know how to do CPR? No, I, I would try. I've seen it a few times, but I, I don't know if I would be able to do it properly. Mm, yeah. If you're like me, you probably don't know how to do CPR on your animal, and it's something that could actually save their life, and you want to learn how, you can head on over to Veterison's website. And, of course, they're a sponsor of Animal Radio. They're uh, highlighting CPR this week. Very it's good. Very important. Mm-hmm. It is First Aid Awareness Month, and they're also giving away first aid kits. And in fact, today at their Facebook page, it's raining. At their yes. Facebook page, you can get one of four first aid kits that they're giving away. Veterison.com, V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. And that'll get you to their Facebook page where you can get these first aid kits. Hey, Alan, welcome to the show. Yeah, my mom's dog was following my mom yesterday. Like vacuuming, and her dog got something in her eye. 
And the dog died. Like and the dog died? Oh, um, in the dog's eye. Oh, in the dog's eye. Oh, yeah, my I, gosh. I, okay. And so what is the doggy doing right now? The doggy is, like, trying to, like, get something out of the dog's eye. It's not getting out. And okay. my mom is, is wondering what should she do to get it out. So um, he's rubbing at the eye, scratching at the eye? Yeah. Okay. And is he squinting in it and holding it closed? Yeah. All right. The first thing I'm going to tell you is that anytime a dog has um, squinting in the eye, that means there's, there's pain there. So there's discomfort. So my best recommendation is to get him evaluated by a veterinarian because we want to make sure he doesn't have any kind of abrasion on his eye, um, which would be termed a corneal ulcer. So that's the hard thing. When you have a squinting eye, you can have that from pain of any sort. Um, but an ulcer can be very serious. So we don't want to delay that and um, do home care if we're in that level of discomfort for the eye. Now, certainly in the short term, the things I would do um, in any emergency kit for people at home with dogs, when we're talking about eyes, I want some contact saline rinse that you would use for your your family members that might have contacts. You can use that as an eye irrigating solution to loosen things that might be under the eyelids or any kind of particulates, any kind of dust or anything like that that might be in the eye. That's perfectly safe for dogs to use that. Now, that being said, you can also use things like artificial tears that are also sold in the contact lens aisle. Um, Refresh brand tears is just one of the types of tears that you can put in to help kind of make the eyes feel more comfortable. But that's a short-term thing. If that baby's eye is red, squinting, and we're uncomfortable, you really need to get the baby into the veterinarian. And very likely, we'd want to do something called a corneal stain. And it's a type of a stain technique that we put um, this dye on the eye and it helps to outline any kind of scratches or ulcers that could be on the surface of the eye. Um, If we have something like that, there's a certain regimen, certain type of treatment that needs to be done. So that's why it's so important to see your vet if we're in that kind of category of things. Um, And definitely I'd say at this point, you said this is already the day later that the eye is, he's still squinting? Yeah. Yeah, so I'd say, you know, that would definitely be a timeline that I'd get the baby to the veterinarian. I just don't like, there's some situations where it's good and there's a lot of tips you can do at home, but there's that point where we cross the line where we are maybe not doing the the best by them if we're delaying seeing the veterinarian. And I'd have to say this this warrants a call uh, to get the baby in. So tell your mama that I said. (laughs) Gotta go. Thanks for your... Thanks for your call, Alan. 1-866-405-8405 to speak with any one of the Dream Team toll-free right now. Well, that can only mean one thing. Let us all bow for the great dog father, Joey Volani. Brought to you by Wall. And dogs are one of the most important and intelligent animals. It's no wonder that Wall Clippers are the number one choice for dogs and their owners. Wall blades provide better grooming results, and you'll look smart for saving money. Visit them at uh, wallpet.com. That's W-A-H-L, pet.com. And you must be, I'm thinking, 45 pounds down now? Um, not exactly yet. Almost there. Almost there. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching a plateau where it's slowed down a little bit, but I'm like 44. I hate that plateau. Yeah. Me and me too, especially when I got 60 more to go, you know. I, I don't want no plateaus now. But, you know, you said something about people being smart, um, you know, by, by purchasing wall products, which that's true, but they'll be even smarter if they, you know, incorporate my tips into their daily routine. Okay. Because 
course, did you ever did you ever pick a dog up and they got that and they got a smelly like almost like a wet hamper face? Oh yeah, Yuck. that ever happened to you? Yeah. You Shih Tzus, losses, pushed in face dogs. Well, I got a great remedy, um, and it's just um, a quarter cup of white vinegar to a quarter of water. And what you're going to do is, is, is yeah, because what, what, what you're going to do is you're going to take it and you can use a sponge. Um, you don't want to get it in their eyes and wipe it down real good. Get it, get it in all the folds and the cracks. And what that's going to do, it's going to, um, get rid of the bacteria and the yeast buildup because that's what makes that smell. Okay. And what, what it'll do is, and when you first put it on, it's going to smell worse. Okay. It's going to smell like a, it's going to smell like a, a hamper salad. Okay. Really bad. Okay. Once it dries, it shouldn't have any odor at all. Now, the good thing about it is it destroys the bacteria and the yeast. So usually along with that smelly face, you got these gross stains Okay, uh. around the eyes. It'll help for tear staining. It'll also help any staining around the mouth. It'll get. It'll, it'll, I shouldn't say it'll get rid of it because it's not going to get rid of it, but it's going to eliminate more from growing. It's not going to bleach out what's there, but new growth will come out, okay? So then you'll have nice, clean growth. I know we've spoken about this a few times, but this remedy seems to work really, really well and um, keep the dog's face neat, clean, and smelling um, hamper-free. So you can kiss your pooch now. You don't have to worry about it. Okay, that's good, because I was going to say, some of those bronchiocephalic dogs, is that what they are? Brachiocephalic. Brachiocephalic. I thought I was going to be real smart there, but I just proved my idiocy. Sometimes they can really stink when they get all kinds of stuff in those folds there. So it's vinegar and water. Vinegar and water. A quarter cup vinegar and a quart of water. And you know what? Honestly, I left I left one thing out, Hal. I'm okay. sorry. Try, you try not to use, try to use your regular tap water with this. Okay. When you use spring water, it has a lot of minerals in it, and oh. that could stain your dog's face as well. Okay. Ooh. Good to know. We'll put these tips all over at the website. Joey Volani, of course, is exclusively on Animal Radio. Let us all bow, please. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. An Australian woman was recently sentenced to nine months of community service for smuggling protected fish from Asia in her dress. 45-year-old Sharon Naismith was caught in a Melbourne airport. Customs officers reportedly heard flipping noises coming from her clothes and conducted a search. In a specially made apron under her dress, they found 15 plastic bags filled with one rare Asian arowana that Customs said was worth tens of thousands of dollars and 14 catfish. Naismith, who had just arrived from Singapore, pleaded guilty to a charge of attempting to import regulated wildlife. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine... 
try Natural Balance. Kempton Hotels, the very first hotel company to welcome pets, goes beyond just allowing them to stay. Their Kempton Pets program includes pet-friendly perks like plush beds, bowls, treats, with services such as dog walking and pet sitting. Kempton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, or other major U.S. cities, stay at Kempton Hotels. Find us on Facebook or KemptonHotels.com. Warm weather is here, and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a Wall Clipper. Visit Wall. W-A-H-L-Pet.com It's Animal Radio 1-866-405-8405 Toll free to Dr. Debbie Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard dog father Joey Volani animal communicator Joey Turner and horse expert Ernie Rodina and we go to Angela. Excuse me. Hi, Angela. How are you? Uh, hey, fine. How are you? Good. I understand you want to talk to Joey Volani. Yes, sir. What's going on? Uh, well, I've got a cat who just loves to be groomed to the point that uh, when I'm not home, my mother's taking care of her. Uh, you know, the cat meets her at the door, runs up on the, to the kitchen counter and jumps up there. My mother gives her a can of food, and she may or may not eat the food before she runs through the pet door into the garage and jumps up on the grooming table to wait for my mother to brush her. Uh, and I'm, I'm explaining all this because, you know, this is not a cat that doesn't like to be groomed. Uh, the problem I'm having is, you know, uh, the, the table is a plastic patio table and chair. Uh, the, I use, like, a rubber curry brush, like, really for a horse. Uh, i got a couple of those because they really get the undercoat out really great. The hair flies. But the problem is uh, the cat is getting little shocks that I don't know about from static electricity. And, uh, you know, if I don't notice the tail twitch or the little kitty evil eye, uh, she thinks I'm intentionally doing it, and she will actually, you know, if I don't catch her little signal, she, she'll bite me. Is there any way to cut down the static electricity while she's being brushed? Because she'll sit there and love you to brush her for 20 or 30 minutes. Now, I, I got a question for you. It's a short-haired cat, obviously. Yes, sir. The, the, the table that you're using, you say, has a plastic top? It's a solid plastic table on a concrete floor. I think that you're getting the static off of the plastic off the table. But you know what? Instead of changing all that, I got a very, very simple solution. You know okay. dryer sheets, bounce dryer sheets? Uh-huh, yeah. What you're going you, to do is you're going to take one of them before you groom your pet, and you're going to rub the cat down with the dryer sheet. And what that's going to do, it's going to eliminate the static. So you're going to be able to brush and comb your cat with no problems. It's a trick that we actually use in dog shows in certain certain times of the year. Um, when it's a little drier out, you'll get more static. So what will happen is, is you'll get a lot more flyaway hair. And we do that as well. And absolutely, we'll take care of the static. Your, your, your cat won't be upset. You'll be happy. And it actually makes them smell good. Okay, great. Downy, you say. Bounce any type of dryer, dryer sheets that you get, the ones, the sheets that you throw in the dryer, 
Just put that. Okay, so just any brand, just any dryer sheet. Should I should I rub the plastic table with it too, or just the cat? I would just rub the cat. I mean, it could it couldn't hurt. I mean, I've never rubbed down the table before, so I so I honestly don't know. But I know if you do if you do rub the cat with it, it will absolutely positively eliminate the static. Oh, thank you. You've made both me and my cat very happy. Thank you. That, that's why I'm here to make you guys happy. Thanks for your call today. Let us know how that Thanks, works. Angela. We want to thank the guys over at Kimpton for making Animal Radio so special for you. If you're traveling to Phoenix or Scottsdale, take your pet along and stay at the Fire Sky Resort and Spa. Not only will you be greeted by the four-legged director of pet relations, Bosco, but you'll enjoy the stay with zero fees. Yeah, this hotel doesn't charge any fees for your pet, and you don't have to sneak your animal up the back stairway. That's so cool. I think they're the only one that doesn't charge. No size or weight limits and you can find out more about Kimpton Pets by calling 1-888-Kimpton. This is Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405. That number to check in with Dr. Debbie, Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard, dog father Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Ernie Rodina. And our season of stars continues with the yeah. Bellamy brothers. Uh, what is that, a couple, a couple Steven weeks? Steven Weber. Lyle Lovett, Kevin Costner, and uh, I believe we still have Eddie Money on the way. This uh, season of stars, I'll Never tell you, ends. it really is amazing. Wow, that's big. Animal Radio is brought to you by Veterison, one-stop wound and infection spray for hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. You can reduce a pet's recovery time up to 60% with Veterison. For more information, go to Veterison.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. And uh, let's see. Oh, we know who we have on the phone. We have Steve Panetti, the top dog over at Kimpton Hotels. Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Hey, how's it going there? You know, we're all a Twitter here about the Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest. We're doing it again this year. And last year, I think there was like over 2,000 pictures submitted. People thought that they had their the cutest pet around, and everybody thinks their pet is the cutest pet. And they uh, submit them by uploading them to the Kimpton website. And uh, we do this big drawing coming up. And this year, we also have Runners Up, which uh, will get some big prizes. How's that going so far? We're very excited about it. People are looking forward to it again. Well, you know, our dream team gets to pick the the final winner on this, but you, you cut it down to 20 that we get to select from. What is the criteria? What are you looking for? Well, you know, how cute is cute? You know, I mean, you you know, everybody, you, you're right. Everybody thinks that they, they have the cutest one. So I think it's a combination. I noticed the people at our place that voted, it was, um, it was the, uh, the face, it was, it's so interesting. Some animals have like a natural smile on sure. their face and a little bit of a twinkle in their eye, and I know that that worked well. Some were dressed up and some weren't. We don't necessarily go for the dressed-up thing, but maybe a bow in the hair and things like that, just the accents that maybe let the personality of the pet come through. I think help and, and resonate with our judges a little bit as well. Yeah, um, some dogs just have the it Factor. It's a it factor. It's the it factor. Right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. We ask everybody to vote, and uh, 
and we narrow it down. Um, and as I say, we, we pass on the, uh, uh, the big decision, the big hard decision gets, uh, relegated to you folks. Yeah. Well, oh, thanks. And then we'll fight about it. Vlade <laughs> will pick one. Dr. Debbie will pick another. And Dogfather will Joey, have it'll be, favorite. it'll be tough to do. Yeah. It'll be German shopper. You know, don't forget too, last year, you know, we had birds. We had an iguana. We had, uh, dogs. We had quite a variety, uh, submitted. Um, so it was, uh, it was very exciting, and we're very much looking forward to it again. If you have the cutest pet, you think you have the cutest pet. I do, I do. Kimpton's second annual Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest. KimptonPets.com is the website. We'll put a link over at the at our website at AnimalRadio.com. Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. You guys are wonderful. I know I'll be talking to you over the next couple months, but appreciate you appreciate you letting us work with you again. Oh, we on just this love it this year. We love it. Yes. Uh, although there will be a lot of fights, I can tell right. Now. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Take care. Just got a Facebook for Vlade, and they want to know how to raise a deaf dog, a dog that cannot hear. How do you raise a deaf dog? In one in one soundbite, to get another dog who would teach that dog the proper tricks. That Ooh. would be easiest things for me to do. That's pretty good. That's uh, I hadn't thought about that. Are they tougher to train deaf dogs? It is, because you need to use hand signals, and they're using a lot of positive reinforcement, and sometimes you do corrections, but you got to first use your body as a whole machine. For instance, let me give me examples. If you want your dog sit, make the like a sharp lean over the shoulders where your teeth almost goes to the close to the neck. Oh. Don't bow it like Barack Obama did in the past. No, just stay taller, like a tall. And, um, you know, the dog doesn't sit. You use the leash and, 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 and pull the dog in the position, give the treats. You know, you can use also uh, hand signal as to raising your hand as you do. If you don't like something, move forward. Moving forward means assertiveness. You would like to invite the dog coming to you why don't you go backwards and a little bit kneel down that's the sign of friendliness you don't like it forward you want to follow backwards you want the dog sit lean over the shoulders that's the few things and uh, there are so many subtleties but again there is a difference between hard work and easy work in order to do the easy work get another dog who would teach your dog how to handle the things around will be the best friends and the best buddies and the best relationship. You take Mika with you whenever you go to somebody's house to train dogs, I notice. Yes. Mika becoming like a model dog. For instance, <laughs> if the family yes, if the family have a kids you know, the kids is always mom gets those pets for their kids and stuck with them themselves. Of course, it's never business for their husbands. Husbands never home. So I come in and just I say, look, mother, if you're not going to make sure, I want to make sure the kids are involved in the training. Oh, they don't want to. So look, let's give them great example. I got to teach your kids to get control over the Mika. And the Mika loves the kids. And one of the reasons she loves the kids because... I always socialize her with the kids as the positive things. She always was around the kids, especially she loves little girls. So anyway, uh, and that's what my upset was with the dog bites because I had a few kids who fingers. Sorry for saying that on the air. Just in her butt, doctor. Just uh, oh, pull the tail and put the fingers on because the kids were very cur- curious. That's really, that's really. Mika, poor Mika, screamed, never even thinking to bite anyone. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> I so, would bite. <laughs> Then he you wouldn't do that to me, I would bite. 
Look, in Russia, it's, in Russia, it's a, it's a standard procedure. Every man goes to the doctor one time ah. per month, and they put the finger in your butt, and they do massage. It's called prostate massage. And uh, doctor, do you know that? That's procedure. Do oh, sure, yeah. We do that to co- we do that collecting urine samples. But you know what? As long as you didn't like have to leave a twenty after the visit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure you're enjoying that procedure, but it's a different topic. <laughs> okay, w- w- what we're talking about? Hold on, what am I? I have no idea what we're talking. Hey, listen, if you want to send us an email, your voice at animalradio.com. You can also send us your questions on Facebook at Animal Radio or tweet us at Animal Radio. And of course, our phone lines are open all week long at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We got to get out of here. I want to thank Doug Gray for joining us today. Next week i believe it is any money right here on animal radio have a great week bye this is animal, animal. radio network, network.